mad disrespectful. Yeah, I say fuck it though. Lil Chris. Take a back to the first grade. Middle class, both pants had to work late. Remember running around the playground chasing a girl in my dreams, but I only got the first base. Go figure. Send it podcast. We are back. Episode four. It has been a while, everybody. We are back here with our free agency draft roundup. It is me, Brendan Savage Raider at S Black1984. Find me on Twitter or find us at Send It Podcast. And here's Austin. What's going on, guys? Like we said, a bit of a, a hiatus there, but you know, it's kind of a football summer, so no real rush. But we are back. Um, as Brendan mentioned, I am on Twitter at dandy double underscore man. And you can just tweet our account uh, at the Send It Podcast. Um, and yeah, like I said, we're going to cover some free agent talk, uh, pop over to the draft, uh, maybe talk about one team that's going to be a dumpster fire. Um, I mean, just there's plenty that will be, but we're going to cover oh, yeah. one. Um, hopefully the, the Patriots are included. Fires. That'd be great. Huge mm. dumpster fire in New England. Um, and we'll talk about a team on the rise, and then we'll kind of give you a little cover on what's going to come, and, and hopefully we can get this uh, going on more of a structured schedule. Definitely come free, uh, excuse me, regular season. We'll try to keep this rolling um, on a weekly basis. But until then, who knows? Every other week, every two weeks, every three weeks. You know, keep it cool. Whatever. Real life, fellas. we gotta, we got to make it work with fiancés and children and whatnot. So uh, things Sorry. get a little hectic, but we'll make it happen. So Austin's going to jump uh, right in. Yeah, we'll record when we can. And, and, you know, just reach out. Hit us up on Twitter. And we'll try to get things involved in the show. Um, so I'll get right into it. Packers Free Agency. Um had to address multiple needs after a 6-9-1 uh, season and um, made some solid moves, in my opinion, um, and exactly where we needed help. Uh, Zadarius Smith from the Ravens, linebacker. Our linebacking core was a little hurt, uh, a little depleted between brilliant, uh, excuse me, Nick Perry leaving, uh, Clay obviously leaving, uh, Jake Ryan left, so needed to refresh that. Defense as a whole, kind of a mess. Um, and I know we added uh, Adrian Amos, Amos. I don't know. From the Bears, um, all I hear is good things. I don't watch a ton because it's the Bears, so they can go fuck themselves. But Agreed. welcome to the team. Green and gold, you're with it, guy. Uh, another linebacker, Preston Smith, used to be with the Redskins. Uh, and then Billy Turner, O-line Denver. Uh, here he can play all over the line. So i always looking for depth because while we have great guards, it seems like everyone's always getting hurt and, and banging up a knee or an ankle or whatever. So um, nothing super flashy in free agency, but... I think we picked up needs. I think we picked up depth, um, which is exactly what we need. So hopefully that kind of shapes up the defense and helps protect our boy Aaron because if we keep him on two feet and playing 16 games, you know, can't roll anything out. Still no weapons, though. You know, I was hoping to see uh, maybe a so top, top wideout get out there. I'm, you know, I'm, I'll kind of touch on that when we get to the draft because everyone keeps Fair saying enough. that. And, I, you know, I think that we have Especially the one weapon me. that you really need is Aaron because – he can make anyone it's a weapon, and we, we shadily do. So I'll get into that when it comes draft time. Would I like someone? Sure, but, you know, I didn't really want to go crazy. We're not a huge free agency team, and we did spend a little bit on those guys. Um, yeah, we lost Randall. Um, otherwise, our offense is kind of intact. And, uh, you know, I, I'm not looking to spend big money on, I don't know, nutcases, mental cases, guys that are insane, guys that tweet about other teams, guys that trash on Juju Smith-Schuster. I don't know what I'm talking about, but we don't, I, don't, yeah. I don't, didn't want it. What is he, 30 years old? Well, I guess a perfect time to segue into the Raiders free agency. Because with that, with that grand opening. 
So we'll sit with the biggest uh, pick in the media. We got Antonio Brown, AB, with a sending a third and fifth round pick over to the Steelers. I think he got about 30 mil guaranteed. Uh, I'm happy with it, and I'm not. I'm very cautious. I'm, I'm nervous. Scared. I'm scared. Obviously, he's a physical stud, best receiver in the league, and we got him for actually a pretty decent price when you think about it. I mean, what the Giants ship. $60 million? I think it's 30 mil guaranteed and 50 mil overall. But, I mean, the Browns had to ship a first-round pick over uh, to the Giants to get Odell, who's about three years younger, I believe, than A.B. Right now, I think he's 26, and Antonio Brown, I think, right. he's 30. I think he's both 30. Head cases, both head cases, but Antonio both Brown is... Both social media nuts. He's been, a, uh, he's been a little more of a head case, I think, uh, yeah. recently. But, I mean, last year he had 1,300 yards, 15 touchdowns, and he quit, so... You know, right, so the whole wrong? quitting thing, and then I kind of just want him to stay off. Yeah, he's 30. Ooh, he'll be 31 in July. See, I actually would have rather had Odell, and I said this to a lot of people, another nutcase, but just longevity-wise, and yeah. I'm hoping he got his injury out of the way, but that's a Browns problem now. I'm not going to deal with him. So I'm hoping AB and, and Derek find their uh, their groove together. It looks like they kind of already are getting it going, but when you're as great a guy as Derek, how could you not? So after that, stop rolling your eyes. Uh, Jordy Nelson gone, Jared Cook gone to the Saints. Jordy actually ended up retiring. Felt bad for him. We didn't utilize him the way we uh, we should. Um, and we re-signed Dwayne Harris, our punt returner, who is phenomenal. I'm happy about that one. So now all the money that we tied up or would have tied up with Khalil Mack went into signing AB. We signed Tyrell Williams from the Chargers. I'm another. I big like fan that. Of that. I actually like that. I think yep. grabbing two because he was the other one of the other big wide receiver names. For you yep. guys to just slap two proven weapons, one of which is arguably the most dangerous in the league, on top of uh, who do you don't you have Seth Roberts still flowing around? Nope, uh, he got shipped off to Baltimore. So who's your wide receiving core? A B Tyrell. So it's A B Tyrell. Uh, we got um, Hunter Renfro from Clemson in the draft. Okay, so he could be like our slap. We pretty much redid everything because Martavis is on. I believe he's suspended pending more drug stuff per oh, use. Um, yeah, Seth gone, uh, Jared gone. So we okay, got so like, basically a whole new wide receiving core. Oh yeah, oh it's it's a whole new day now. And who's your tight end? Uh, Darren Waller. Uh, Who the hell's really that? A big name. We just got Lee Smith. Actually, just got uh, got released. So he was more of a blocking tight end, anyways. Okay, so Darren has a whole new. Oh my God, you have no Marshawn. So your whole offense aside from Derek. Yep. Oh, that's yeah. That's another piece. So Marshawn pretty Sweet much not Jesus. being. It, now there's a chance that Marshawn will come back. So much has happened in the last couple of days, to be honest, even before we started, you know, making our notes for the show. Um, so Marshawn not being re-signed. Then suddenly we're in the move for, for, for in the draft to get a right running back, which we'll touch on again. Now there's actually a chance that he may come back because uh, Isaiah Kroll tours ACL and OTAs, which That's is one right. of the reasons I don't like OTAs. But probably my favorite uh, pickup that was not A.B. and not Tyrell Williams, was Trent Brown from the Patriots. Gross, I know, but he protected that skinny weirdo that kisses his son uh, so well at left tackle. And I believe we're moving him to right, but that's a great addition. Donald Penn's gone, so now we still have a little more experienced seniority on our offensive line. So Trent Brown, really excited about that one. I think he's the highest-paid offensive lineman now after that. Uh, we also got LaMarcus Joyner, so another really tiny uh, safety, him in... Um, What's his name from West Virginia? I'm just blanking on names today. But 
Lamarcus Joyner was a beast on the Rams, so hopefully we'll we'll see something happening. Um, and then probably my least favorite signing. So the AB one made me nervous. Montez, perfect. Oh God! Uh, if you recall when that happened, there. Carl Joseph is the other safety. I'm sorry to brain fart. Um, but yeah, so that one did not make me happy. And now I think as of yesterday, May six, uh, Incognito oh, is visiting. He left without a deal, but we'll see what goes on with that. So huge free agency year for the Raiders. Pretty much complete rebuild. But uh, I think John Gruden's trying to make a splash before we vacate the premise. So I don't know if you had anything to add to that, but Super Bowl 54, we're coming. Mm. Yeah. Let's hope that Derek can handle that. I mean, he's obviously, as a quarterback, it's just like de facto you're the leader. But you got A.B., who's a nutcase. You have Antez Burfecht, who obviously him, they butted heads. Bengals-Steelers throughout rivalry. They Richie Cognito is just, just a scumbag. So... Yeah, again, I think it's it's the same thing that I was talking about earlier. You just got to – the draft looks like you guys did fine. You played it kind of safe. We'll get into that more. But um, you just got to hope for Gruden's sake, for Derek Carr's sake, that you guys got off to – who are your first couple games against? I haven't even – I don't know the schedule. Uh, we got – start. Or I else. we have Denver to start and then – Yes, like if, like if you lose to Denver, who's led by – who's – I mean, I know they drafted Drew Locke, but who's their starter right now? Joe Flacco. Oh, Jesus Christ. Like, if yeah. you guys lose, is that in Oakland? Uh, I believe home moment is in, is in Oakland, yep. And then we have the Chiefs at home as well. So, so yeah. So, like, we have like, two big, two big divisional games right right off the bat. Yeah, so you have, yep. Okay, you're right. And then, yeah, so you host the Broncos. Oh, is that a primetime game? 10.20 p.m.? Whatever it is. Uh, looks like it might be. But, so, yeah, you host the Broncos, you host the Chiefs. Then you go to the Vikings, go to the Colts, host the Bears, host the Packers. It's like a, it's a, not the easiest opening to a season, but like if you drop, you start, I mean, one on one would be acceptable if you beat the Chiefs, lost the Broncos, but uh, I just get nervous. If AB doesn't get his catches or you guys start slow or that, that's what I want to see is how, is how AB handles the losses because I think these guys would tear each other apart. There's too many different personalities in there. So I'm not. I think it's the potential for, is huge. The backside oh, yeah. is right. out of control. Things if we're work successful. out well, you know, twelve and four or whatever. But like you guys, it's not like you were ten and six last year, and then you had AB. You had a rough year. So like now you're yeah. like he's got to know there's going to be growing pains. We were four and twelve. So and he's a little gonna... he's a little spoiled in the sense that Pittsburgh has been a contender for years, and now it's like, hey, we got some shit to do. Right. So we'll we, haven't, we haven't been to the show since one. So uh, we'll see. Yeah. And obviously he's 31. He wants to win. A lot of people are shit talking him. He's got to prove people wrong. He's got to be better than Juju. So like, eh, scary, scary. Um, but uh, yeah, I think we'll just we'll cruise right from there um, into the so draft. Keep on touching on where our team's added and it's in the draft. Um, Terrific. Came in with a good amount of picks and did a little trading to move up a couple spots here and there. Uh, but ended up picking up one, two, three, four, five, six, eight new bodies. Um, always good to just have some numbers. And I think we've already signed six of them. Um, first, first we took was uh, twelve overall was Rashawn Gary out of Michigan. Um, I, I said before I'm not a huge college football guy. The turnover players is too much, so I'm not going to sit here and act like I I know them. I mean, yeah, sure, we all know Kyler Murray, and I try to pay attention, but yeah. I don't know Rashawn Gary. So from what I hear, um, physically, I know Rashawn Gary. Ugh. Physical, uh, he's an NFL ready guy, size wise. I know he's got a little bit of he's got a, a shoulder thing going on. Uh, um, uh, dog number one chiming in love it yeah <laughs> hey shut up 
Mine's passed we're, out. We're doing a show. So well, this the is actually like, right now. Like Brendan's dog is basically like AB, causing a ruckus. We're trying to have a serious meeting here. Mm-hmm. My dog is like everyone on the Packers, quiet team player. Um, anyway, so Rashawn Gary, Gary, I hear yep. he's physically ready to be an NFL. He's a big boy. He's a big body. Good combine numbers. Um, he was the number one overall recruit from high school into college. And all I heard was he didn't perform as much on, on the college. Uh, his, his numbers didn't reflect what they sh- should have been for how BC is, basically. Um, my thoughts on that is just I hope that with NFL coaching and being around guys like that, uh, I wish Clay was still here to kind of show him some, but he obviously is stepping into the big number 52. Um, and hopefully the coaches can turn him up a notch and figure that out and get him NFL ready. Um, I'm hearing the plus side is like, a lot of guys were saying he's getting double teamed and triple teamed a lot in college, which is maybe why his production was down. So if he's opening things up for other guys, great. Um, you know, a little nervous because you'd like to think your first pick, especially at 12 overall, is an instant impact, an instant kind of on-field uh, winner. And Game changer. Going yep. to improve you right away. And to kind of throughout our whole draft, I don't really see that we have anyone like that. I mean, at, at 21, we trade up to take Darnell Savage Jr. Uh, but we'll just say Savage. Out of Maryland. Um, Safety, we need the secondary help, need the defensive help, uh, which was a big theme in, in our draft. So, again, I like it. Again, I don't know a ton about him. I hear he's a playmaker. I hear he's fast as shit. Um, Love that. We've had some injury problems, uh, Kevin King. and But hopefully you, you throw Darnell Savage in there, and after losing guys like Damaris Randall and Ha-Ha Clinton Dix, um, get our defense a little younger, a little faster. Um, get him on field with my boy, Jair Alexander. And... Uh, just start making some plays. We've never been a, a shutdown defense. We're a playmaking turnover defense. So hopefully Rashawn can figure his shit out. I really just want him to stay healthy. You know, first day yeah. of practice, OTAs or whatever, he had a shoulder brace on. There was rumors he might already have to have surgery. Hopefully that's not the case. Um, but, you know, I just want to see us really just honestly freaking pressure the quarterback and, and getting some pickers and, and just getting that rock back in Aaron's hands. And that's all I really ask. So those are the two uh, topics. The only other one I really actually kind of like is, uh, I mean, a lot of talk about uh, G. Sternberger, tight end, Texas A&M. Um, we still have Mercedes Lewis and Jimmy Graham. Uh, Aaron has never been a huge tight end guy, uh, going back through Jared Cook, going back through um, Jermichael Finley. Always have good players there. They just don't really turn up. Um, cool. he, found Jared, he found Jared Cook that one time he needed him. The one time he needed beautiful. him, for the most part, season-wise. Beautiful, yeah. You know, it's it would be nice to see some more consistent production out of there just because that would help, I think, the wideouts and everyone. So, uh, Jay Sternberger, nice little pickup for some youth. Um, but I also like uh, Dexter Williams out of Notre Dame. Took him 194th overall uh, running back. We already have pretty solid running back for Darren Jones and Jamal Williams. Both have little injury things here and there. Um, so, I'm always down to add a late running back worth a chance. Uh, senior year, he had uh, just over 1,100 yards on the ground. I'm sorry, from scrimmage. Just five yards short of a 1,000-yard rusher, 12 touchdowns on the ground, uh, 133 yards receiving, and one touchdown. Before that, first three years in college, didn't really do much. I think junior year, he had like 39 carries. But senior year, kind of took over the role and, and seemed to run with it. So if he gets touches here and there and, and helps our ground attack, uh, so be it. And then the last thing I'll say on, on draft-wise is just kind of overall, I was looking for us to maybe near that Dexter Williams spot, take a wide receiver, because um, a lot of people were talking about that. But my thing is, yeah, we lost Randall Cobb, um, and people were talking about how, like Aaron doesn't have any weapons and all this shit. If you look at our wide receiving lineup, Devontae Adams, who's like a top five receiver in the league, tell me otherwise, and I'll pull up the stats, but we don't have to do that. Equanimous St. Brown and Valdez Scantling um, 
we drafted last year. So both guys had had flashes, both big guys, both fast guys. They've done good things. So why? Everyone's like, we need a wide receiver. Well, we weren't going to take one high up. We just weren't. That's not going to happen. I didn't want DK Metcalf. The guy runs straight lines. No dice. So why am I going to take someone late to put him in where I already have two other, essentially, they're new guys. We drafted them last year. They're well, already I, believe the, I believe the highest whiteout went 32nd. That was, Nik- last pick that, was Ni- that was Nikhil Pats. Harry right. went to the Pats, yeah. So Great. we're not, you know, what, I mean, at 44, like, we have two guys that we drafted last year. So why would we take another guy that's going to be a year behind them? There's, there's no real need. So you have Devontae, Quantum St. Brown, and I think it's, uh, and Valda Scanling. I can't remember his first name, but. Something crazy. Yeah. And then Geronimo Allison, who's also been in the league for a little while. He just signed a one-year deal. He's got to prove he wants to stick around. That's four solid guys. So I, I don't see the need personally to pick up a rookie who's not an instant impact. You know, those that's four guys he's got to work through. I don't know why. Like, I'm not down to write off a Quantum St. Brown and Valdez Scantling yet. They've shown flashes. No. Valdez Scantling had a couple of very impressive uh, catches last year. I believe so, one was like in, within inches of a. T- yeah. I mean, Geronimo's done the same thing. Devontae's a pure bona fide thoroughbred freaking stud. And a Quantum St. Brown has had flashes. So. I don't, think we, I don't think we needed a wide receiver. There was no guys that were instantly going to jump any of those guys. Um, you know, you hope that they stay healthy and that they do produce. If they don't this year, then, yeah, we have to address that. And then, again, tight end. We have, we have Jimmy Graham and Mercedes Lewis, both talented guys that have been around the block for a hot minute. And you throw in Jay Sternberger. I think we have more than enough weapons. And the running game is already on point. Aaron Jones is a freaking stud. So he stays healthy. We add a running back. Jamal Lewis does his job. Offense, in my eyes, very balanced. Keep the line healthy. We added a bunch of defensive players coming at Cheha, green and gold, week two, Vikings, come and get some. That's going to be a constant topic you'll hear on this, is that we are going to the home opener against the Vikings. Fucking hey, right so we are. We'll probably have a whole episode just on that whole weekend, mostly focused on yeah, our right. activities and then maybe a bit of the game, but we'll let you know how that goes. We'll be in the end zone. There'll be Lambo leaping. Kirk Cousins will be throwing freaking pickers like it's nobody's business. We'll be coming hot off a of 1-0. and stomping on the Bears' face Thursday night opener in the entire NFL. Well, Khalil Mack will be there, so we'll see how that goes. Statements are being made in the first two weeks by the Green Bay Packers. Well, we'll be there for the second one, so we'll see how, see how that ends up. Now, before I even go into the draft, which I think was extremely successful with the Raiders, I just want to touch on Rashawn Gary for two seconds. So we did our notes weeks ago for the show. I've got Rashawn Gary in the top right of one of my pages with a big X through it. There's no other Xs on my, uh, on my sheets here. The guy, his, his highest sack production was five and a half sacks, I think his sophomore year. I think one of the better rushers they had was, um, what's his name, Chase Winovich, who unfortunately ended up going to the Pats. But oh, of physically, of course, yeah. Physically, Rashawn is in better shape than Winovich. Uh, I think his motivation is greater. He really wants this. Um, you see his reaction I, when he got drafted? The man lives everyone's to play reaction football. when they... Yes. Okay. So he's he's come a long way. He's also a scholar athlete. The kid had like a three eight GPA or something at Michigan. Sean Gary did. So yeah, he did. He's he's a smart oh, one. But but with with that kind of production in college, if he was getting double and triple team, that's fine. But I heard he he picked his plays five and a half sacks. That's your greatest time there uh, under Jim Harbaugh. I kind of expected. He ran a four five eight forty yard dash. So he's and a he combine. Press- so he's a combine superhero. At six foot four, two hundred and seventy-seven pounds, my man is running a four-five-eight. Whatever, he's got duck feet, bro. 
Just wait. Uh, you know what? I'm going to buy okay. a Sean Gary t-shirt. I'd say jersey, but I'm not that rich because you guys aren't paying this podcast. So I'm going to get a t-shirt, and I'm going to wear it to the game. And when he is running all over the field, and run, I might not wear it to the game, but I'm going to get a Rashawn Gary t-shirt. Wear it during, I'm a wear it during the weekend. 52. Go ahead. The new 52. Five dudes. Well, Rashawn Gary. Oh boy. All I'm right. So before, before I vomit and Austin waste his money on a t-shirt, uh, I'll get into the Raiders draft, which was one of the most successful drafts of anybody, mainly because we had more picks than talking, anyone else. Now we're talking sense. Oh, my God. Okay. I do have my criticism. So, Cleland Furl was our fourth pick overall. DN from Clemson. Apparently, we're the Clemson Raiders because half the guys who drafted are from there. Yeah, um, they title. I like that. Get winners. Right. Load up so, winners. So, he probably would have been available in the teens. I think most projections had him around 17. We uh, The word was that we did attempt to draft down but nobody would call us or call us back regarding picking down you guys also kick all the scouts out of your war room because you guys yeah. have like leaks or something people are talking uh yeah mayak and gruden so clearly they were blowing control the front lot. office well so they did they had all these quarterback visits and mind you we took zero quarterbacks rounds one through seven so i think that was a bit of smoke hoping somebody would trade up with us and uh take dan jones just kidding um that. so that that smoke and mirrors didn't really seem to work. That's probably part of the reason that we, we sent them out of there. Um, so whatever we got feral or furl, excuse me. I always mispronounce it. Uh, it comes from a military background guy had 11 and a half sacks, uh, last year. That's 11 and a half. That's almost triple the amount that Rashawn Gary had. In it's his best double. Year. It is closer to double than it is. No, to, no. Rounding five up. And a half to 11 and a half. I like even numbers. All okay. Right. All right. Let this team stand. Antonio Brown over here is already talking nonsense. Their front office is leaking anymore. You're kicking all your scouts out. And okay, he's going to well, go He's gonna go five and a half to 11 and a half is triple. Okay. Whatever. Regardless, he's a machine. Rashawn Gary is duck feet, and he's not. He might not even play this year. Um, and then our next pick at 24, I was a huge fan of Josh Jacobs running back. So this was what we figured was going to happen or hoped was going to happen after Marshawn was told that they're, they're not going to be re-signing him. Um, guy also has a great backstory. He's kind of like Le'Veon Bell. He's a, he's a uh, receiving back as well. So he had about 600 uh, rushing yards last year, and then he had about 250 receiving, uh, 11 touchdowns, I believe. Just a stud, built like a brick shit house. Um, just a humble guy, grateful for where he came from. I kind of wish Marshawn was around to coach him up because I don't know who's going to coach him up right now. Jalen Richard or DeAndre Washington probably isn't even around. Um, Doug Martin has been re-signed. So I saw that. What they called the muscle hamster, who I met. That, well, he didn't take PED, nice so whatever. Yeah, he hates that nickname apparently, which I, I understand why. But he was great at one time. Maybe he can help coach uh, Jacobs up. I'd rather that Marshawn was there to coach him up. And then round up with our 27th pick, we got Jonathan Abram, a safety um, always need help in the backfield. We've never really been strong back there, um, especially with Reggie Nelson. So hopefully, I mean, we got those are impact players. We got a rusher. Uh, I can already tell you he's probably not going to be Khalil Mack, but we got another rusher, which we needed. And then we got Jacobs, who I think is going to be like Saquon Barkley, a mix of Saquon and Le'Veon. Probably All better right. than I both. Mean, here we go again. This is we just did this with a I five said and a half, mix. eleven and a half. A mix. You just said a mix of Saquon and Levian, who are like arguably what the two best running backs in the entire NFL. And this guy's hey, I'm just both. saying. I mean, Oakland finds talent, and we found it. 
He's going to be. So all you fans, all you invented the Super Bowls in 2001. We had like a Windows 95 at our house. Do we even believe? All those fantasy guys, Josh Jacobs, pick them up now. Well, not now, but when the time comes. So anyways, basically the Packers did nothing for their quarterback, and we did everything for ours. The Raiders will have a better season record than the Packers. I believe I made the same bet last year, and it blew up in my face. It did, and I think there was a while Jameson placed on that wager, but we won't really get into that now, will we? Because we're just going to focus on the fact you guys had four wins. I don't recall. Oh, I do. I like even numbers. Anyway, um, we've kind of gone over that. Also, last tidbit, I just want to throw this actually a sweet stat. Jay Sternberger, his last year uh, college, 48 receptions, 10 of which were touchdowns. So red zone target much? I think yes. Percentage-wise, that looks nice. I'm saying only 832 yards receiving, dude, 6'4", 250 is a unit. So, again, we'll see if Aaron wants to get the tight ends going. Um, that kind of jumps us over to uh, boom and a bust, rise and a fall, dumpster fire, and a golden toilet. I don't know what you want to call it. Um, Ooh, I like that golden toilet. Is that, you know, it's like kind of good, but it's also like, right. I guess I see that because the team that I think is going to be on the rise, or was a toilet and is now going to be coated in gold, is the San Francisco 49ers. Coming in with a stinky four and twelve record, um, same record as the Raiders. We just discussed. Oh, that. weird. Uh, yeah, thanks for and they actually, their quarterback blew out his ACL. I think week one or two. Your quarterback. Derek blew. had back injuries. He had back injuries. Right, 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 right. Um, so yeah, I'm thinking the 49ers are going to come back around. Uh, do I think they're just going to like dominate that division? No, but they were four and twelve, um, and that was Nick Mullins actually showed shades of being a good NFL quarterback towards the uh, end of the season. Sure did um, tune up the Raiders, unfortunately. And we had a freaking back-and-forth game with them, too. So, um, on that note, Jimmy G, if he's healthy uh, and back in action, you know, if that guy can stay healthy and start 16 games, we've seen he's he's legit. They paid him up. I pilot. agree with that. Um, they add Nick Bosa. Hopefully, like his brother, he's – well, excuse me, unlike his brother, he can stay healthy, stay on field, because um, obviously that's, that's a difference maker. Um, and then they picked up Debo Samuel, um, wide receiver, Six foot two ten. Uh, last year, I saw eight hundred eighty-two yards, eleven touchdowns. Anytime you had just a young wide receiver, um, that was their second uh, second pick in the draft. Um, hopefully, they do some work with them. Uh, I don't have any problems with the 49ers, uh, aside from Richard Sherman, but he's kind of faded. Oh, there we go. Faded into nothing, so I don't really care. But right. I don't. I don't really have a problem with them. I'm always down for someone to, to fuck up the Seahawks. Um, the Cardinals, I don't think, are going to be a huge thing. I'm, I'm not sold on Kyler Murray by any means. No. Um, They'll win more than so three games, but that's I, I'm, it. I'm just thinking the 49ers are in a decent spot to, to rebound. Um, again, I, I don't see them. I'd have to go through their schedule one by one to, to really say where they're going to fall. Um, but why I like that, too, is it's not a mainstream pick. Everyone is saying the Browns are going far. Everyone's yeah, saying. Yeah, like no fucking shit. They're going, like, you know what I mean? They have picked right. up a, it's like Arizona last year was 3 and 13, San Fran 4 and 12, Seattle 10 and 6, Rams 13 and 3. I think the Rams are not going to be as good as they were. Um, well, they have a mediocre quarterback, so. They have a good quarterback. We can pull up his numbers if you really want to do this. He's mediocre. Um, you know, they, now that freaking Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury is out there uh, in Arizona, he got his guy. We'll see how that goes. Um, I don't know, but I, I still think San Fran may be able to, to get up to Seattle level. Um, it's a bit of a stretch, but I don't think, I think Russell Wilson was overpaid. Um, uh, and I think that, I agree with that. Jimmy Graham, Jimmy Garoppolo, excuse me, starting every game. I don't see how they're not at least eight and eight. 
I don't see how that's less than a four-game improvement on a 4-12 and year with, with him never playing. And they were in between Nick Mullins and uh, C.J. Brethard or yeah. Bodhar, Tryhard or whatever his name was. So <laughs> I, I'm thinking they're right up there and it could kind of cause a bit of a ruckus in the NFC West um, and then maybe a couple of years down the line end up being a, be a playoff contender. So that is my uh, golden toilet or ship on the rise or whatever you want to. We'll think about that segment name because we'll keep doing this. But yeah. they I should like be that. better than what they were last year. Is what I'm trying Agreed. to say. And just since you mentioned the Cardinals, the only reason I hope they do well is for Larry Fitzgerald's sake. Love that guy, and he just yeah. cannot catch a break. Yeah, and I did be... see they picked up uh, Hakeem Butler, who was my draft sleeper, that six foot six Goliath wide wide out. Um, He's got some questionable issues, but another weapon for tiny little Kyler Murray to deal with. So, or to yeah, work I mean, with, I, excuse I don't have me. I'm with Kyler Murray. Uh, no. I hope he does fine. It'd be cool. Uh, anytime, any rookie quarterbacks, I mean, show to me like literally having, like, disliking them, I, I always hope they do well because it's always fun to see a new guy and what he can do in the league. So, well, and especially one that's well, like just, your height, that's going to make you feel good. Yeah, give you some hope, you know? And it, it'd right. just be kind of cool to see. I feel bad, a little bad for Josh Rosen, but I just want to see. No, him. I don't. So um, we'll see. I care less. Um, on that, the burning, the burning uh, dumpster fire. So this one is probably too easy. Uh, I was going to go with the Chiefs, but this I just can't ignore it. The New York Giants New York are laughable, guy. embarrassing. What it's is actually really it's hilarious. Oh God, yeah. So uh, Gettleman believes he's some master guru and keeps saying. Oh, I'm not insane. I've got a master plan. Well, your plan is to embarrass yourself and, uh, and, and be the laughing stock of every sports talk show available, talk show podcast, including ours, yeah, which I'm sure Gettleman will be listening to. Oh, um, nice. I mean, we'll start with the obvious six, six pick overall, and you pick Dan Jones. You've got Dwayne Haskins and Drew Locke on the board still, and you go with him. His, his highest quarterback rating, I believe, was around 56, 57%. A juke boy. Yeah, I don't know Duke. I don't understand. I don't um, know the plan. I mean, I, I've only seen a little bit of practice footage already, but it's it's a hype video of him throwing like five yard Dak Prescott dump passes. So I don't know what they're trying to show everybody right now, but it was the opposite of a hype video. Um, that's just hilarious. And then you trade you traded Odell. Um, you you let Landon Collins go. Didn't even get anything for him. You traded Olivier Vernon. Um. You guys just keep keep letting go of all your defensive studs. I mean, Dominique Rogers Cromartie ended up coming to the Raiders and retiring and then unretiring, so that was disappointing. But just keep keep passing him off and waiting for Janoris Jenkins to come up. I take him. So you guys are just really letting it go, and you're putting your stock right now, especially based on the draft, in Sterling Shepard. And who was the other one? Golden Tate. Why they paid Golden Tate, I'll never understand. Right. I'll never. He had I'm looking back good, at. He had uh, some good times in Detroit, but uh, not too many. I'm looking and then back. How do you at, do in Philly last year? You know. Yeah, seriously. Uh, I'm looking back at some text from one of my buddies, a Giants fan. So again, they had the six pick and the seventeen pick, and I know Gettleman was trying to say, oh, I know for a fact somebody would have taken Dan Jones before seventeen. Oh, you do for a fact. So I think someone made a good point. He threw like thirty something touchdowns in his career at Duke last year. Dwayne Haskins threw fifty. Yeah, I'm not sold on Dwayne Haskins either, but. So I'm looking back at these texts, and uh, he goes, Devin White, Ed Oliver, or Montez Sweat at 6, then another G-tackle at 17. Follow text. If we take Daniel Jones in the first round, it's an unmitigated disaster. <laughs> I wrote, ha, ha, ha. He wrote, and I'm going off the balcony. 
Yes. So it lovely to reaction. Say, Perfect. They kept falling. I'm looking at the text. He got all excited because people are dropping. Uh, yeah, he right before the pick. Don't fuck this up, Giants. Oh. Josh Allen sent three times, followed by kill me, and then just he went off the grid. So hopefully oh, he's yeah. okay. Josh um, Allen, who I wanted, fell to seven. A number the of Jags guys got fell. him, and yeah. Oliver fell. I mean, you had studs defensively all over the place. Giants live and die by defense. I don't know why you don't just say, you know what, Saquon, we're going to just play, get a quarterback next year. I'm sorry. It is what it is. But we're not going to sacrifice the longevity of this franchise to, to rush and take someone, and that's exactly what they did. Now, look at Again, like I said, I hope Daniel Jones does well. S- oh I really God. do. Because like, I feel that you know, he is obviously getting shit on right, left, and center. Uh, the Giants, I don't have a problem with that franchise. They took two away from the Pats. Love the franchise. Yeah, that's I don't great. know what they're doing, and I hope Daniel Jones does well. But, I mean, as we've seen in the draft, it's a total crapshoot at the end of the day. But you've got to say the odds are, are not in Daniel Jones in the Giants' corner. No. Is it a quarterback uh, battle? Like, are they giving him a shot this year? Do we even – No, they're saying they that – they're saying it's Eli? They're saying the plan, the plan is three years behind Eli. Think about another three years 31. looking at 31. that look on his face. Eli's, what, 37? No. Guys, old as dirt. I think they're going to end up taking – I think He's they're going to start get grandma the- on the ball. I think they're going to get the first pick for the 2020 draft, and they're going to take a quarterback. Dan Jones is just going to be like a, a Drew. No, worse. He'll be like a Drew Stanton. He's just going to blame Gabbard. He's just going to fly around and do nothing. Not even a Case Keenum. Um, I also I think really it was quick, hilarious. Uh, before we kind of wrap up here, I just want to say that um, all this hype around the Patriots taking the stupid Auburn, Auburn quarterback, uh, Stidham, Jared Stidham or whatever, in the fourth round. There would be no mention of this man's name if it was not the Patriots. It is it is a waste of time. I bet he will never start a game in the NFL short of injury or or Tom's it's the end of the year and they're hey, start one game. I don't think he will do anything. I can't stand New England fans, can't stand the franchise, and this is why. You take a if you're a, and if you're a new you're, listener, get used to the Patriots hate because it is consistent, it's constant. You will hear it every episode. They are the worst. Touchdowns last year. I mean, that's a that's horrible. It's college bad, bad. So I, I just the hype on that needs to stop. Unfortunately, they still had a good draft by my by most. They always managed to just quietly sneak in there and and, and do their thing. So they yeah, got Harry and they got Winovich. Thirty-eight year old Eli Manning, three more years to teach a new quarterback how to throw a football. That's great. Well, that kid uh, does need to be taught how to throw a football. So. I think yeah, that's true, but I don't feel I can do it. Um, all right, I think that kind of covers everything we had for the show. Um, like we said, you know, life is life, and and obviously we're not billionaires, and you guys and your ten thousand friends haven't started paying us for this, so we will podcast uh, when we can, um, and hopefully if we'll we be able can. to it more often. Um, definitely more often come regular season. Uh, I can't promise weekly, maybe biweekly, um, but you know, for now we'll we'll come back. Especially it's going to be a little slow. Um, now as we segue out of the NFL draft, once fantasy starts getting close, we'll talk about that. I think our league is becoming a keeper league this year, so stress will yeah. be high. Um, I'm excited for it. It should be fun. Um, but yeah, we're, we're just going to podcast as much as you can. We'll cover some more teams, um, do some divisional predictions. Um, you know, I would that expect that next. Maybe we'll handle the AFC, uh, our next episode. Yeah. So if you guys have we'll any suggestions, just, shout them out. Shoot us some, uh, some, some Twitter love. Um, you know, we'll be on there and try to interact with you guys again. Any questions, anything you want us to cover, please let us know. Uh, and the only other thing is, um, I think just stay happy, football fans. We're we're not that far away from 
football season. The draft got me all jazzed up and all freaking fired up for uh, for the season to come and for fantasy. And um, also, if you need to get any fresh threads um, for the season to look at, I've got myself a fresh Devontae T. Uh, DC4LCustomTees.com. Um, Brennan runs through a lot of their stuff and has a bunch of T-shirts. The guy whips up quality products, sends them fast. He sent us a free shirt last time just because he's the man. And he does um, so, he does custom design work for free. Yeah, what do so you didn't what, you I, see, told him like I want a Charles Woodson one. He just drew up something dope. I sent him a picture of Charles Woodson. I said, "Yo, I want something like this. I like this quote." And he drew something up right away. It's not, it's not, like, it's not junk. It's not like he ironed on crap. It's not like it's not Haynes crap cotton from freaking TJMet. Like it's legit. It's nice quality stuff. So um, he doesn't sponsor this by any means. I just it's a good business and they make good shit. So I want to give him a shout out. Um, and we all want that, we all want reasonably priced NFL gear, and that's the that's yeah, the spot to get yeah, it. I mean, you got to save your money for the beers and wings. So if you want to get a, a yeah, fresh, not the Rashawn fresh, Gary T-shirts. <laughs> I might get one from him now. I'm gonna have him drop something freaking dope. Fifty two. He's got standards. That number is sacred. Don't give it to so him. So hit it up. You can find him on Twitter for all of your NFL T-shirt needs. And otherwise, uh, keep your eye out for our next episode. Uh, and invite your friends to listen to us or just listen to us a lot yourself. The more views, the better. So with that, when in doubt, we send it. Peace. Do you? Do you? Do you?